Welcome to the Digital Rapport Podcast, where you discover how to connect, influence, and persuade in the digital age. Hello, and welcome to the Digital Rapport Podcast. And on today's show, we have a lady called Manmeet Kaur Chowdhury. Manmeet's been studying the work of Dr. Martini, who's a world-renowned human behavior specialist, philosopher, and educator. Manmi assists Dr. Martini by leading the facilitator training, teaching and facilitating at his signature program, The Breakthrough Experience. And what Manmi has basically done over the years, she has integrated her extensive study of human behavior with her experience and knowledge of business management and sales to provide new technologies that empower individuals and teams to improve their performance and sense of fulfillment. She works both with individuals and groups internationally, she educates, mentors and facilitates the discovery of the true meaning of love and gratitude, both in their personal and professional lives. And Manmeet's going to be having a conversation around managing emotions when it comes to business and personal life in this current climate or whatever's going on. So Manmeet, hi, how are you? Hi, hi Jatinder, thanks for having me on. What's been happening? <laughs> well um i've actually just set up uh at home um ironically working from home and uh it's actually been a little nostalgic but um also quite i've had a bit of uh, you know gratitude for things because it was this time last year uh that i moved out of my home office into Mm. an actual um you know building and uh, now it just seems like deja vu coming back home <laughs> into the same home. room and uh, setting back up again, you know. Well, yeah, that's that's definitely interesting. I mean, we'll have a little conversation about that as well, how you're adapting to current. current yeah, um, yeah, sure. You know, how we, this environment. Um, so I thought it'd be quite cool to chat about uh, managing emotions because people are probably having all sorts of things going on with them at the moment, right? So yeah. if we start off first, just just so we create a bit of awareness, simply as what are emotions? Oh, that's a great question. Well, <laughs> um, you see, emotions. For, uh, there's a few ways of looking at it, but in, in my perceptions, the emotions are really feedback uh, to let us know, you know, where are we kind of imbalanced, where we're seeing something to be more one-sided. Now, we create an emotion based on really a meaning we make about something. So um, if we see something and we kind of, uh, you know, perceive it and label it to be good, then we'll make some, you know, a good emotion. Uh, and then obviously, if we see something, we perceive it to be bad, we'll make a bad emotion. Can I, can I give a really like a simple way of understanding where they come from? Um, I, I like to play a little game with um, my Absolutely. clients and stuff. So Absolutely. if we... If we just call, um, you know, generally on a scientific term, we know that the uh, chemicals that go through our body are created in the in the hypothalamus, and uh, that's a part of the brain. But I like to, you know, even with the with the younger kids and things, they 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 really love this part. Is that um, even the adults really? Is that if we just call the hypothalamus a chemist? Mm-hmm. Um, it was something a good friend of mine, uh, you know, Helen shared with me. Is that you call that part of the brain a chemist now? We know what a job of a chemist is to do is that, um, you know, it gives out drugs. Uh, you know, when we're ill, we'll go to a chemist and we, we get the drugs that we need to obviously get better. So if we just take that for a moment and we go, OK, well, this chemist clearly needs a prescription from somewhere to, um, you know, 
give out the drugs in our body, which is essentially then going to create either good chemicals uh, or bad chemicals based on if we're thinking something is good or bad, which then creates the good feeling or the bad feeling we have, which, as we know, then, uh, you know, vibrates for our muscles, um, you know, to react. So just breaking that really down, you know, okay, so this chemist has to have a prescription from somewhere. So then we go, okay, well, where is this chemist getting the actual prescription from? Mm. And, uh, you know, I think this comes to a really like an aha moment when people realize that they are the ones writing that prescription. And when they understand that they are writing that prescription, they understand that they are the ones that have, based on what they've made something mean, created that meaning, written a prescription, that prescription goes to the chemist and that releases the specific chemicals based on what you've prescribed. Mm. And, you know, um, not just in this state, you know, obviously with the coronavirus going on, but not just now, but just on a general day-to-day basis, understanding it's very liberating that you are, if you choose to perceive you are, Um, you know, you are in control of your emotions all the time. And, you know, now that you know that you're writing that prescription, well, nobody makes you feel anything because you're the one writing that prescription. Mm. And, uh, you know, a lot of us tend to go around, you know, kind of seeing things and whether it be the news or whether whatever's going on, we'll tend to go, oh, my God, that made me feel really bad. Well, I just yeah. want to kind of say to the viewers, now you know that you are, you know, the doctor writing the prescription, then you have a choice of how you want to manage those emotions and what meaning you want to make behind what is going on. Mm, absolutely. I mean, do you, um, I think it'd be cool just to, uh, people do know what emotions are, but they might not be aware of it at that moment in time, right? So things like happy, sad, mm anxiety is anxiety emotion would you say or that's a state of mind or yeah well a lot of these um anxiety is just really uh, an assumption of something that we're going to experience in the future so that's kind of like a label given to uh as you said like a little probably like a you know like a state we have think Mm -hmm. of thinking um but yes there are the, the emotions that you said like you know happy sad um uh, you know, th- th- all these kind of emotions that we have, we, they do have their opposites as well. But really, it's, it comes down to those feelings we're creating because even happy, sad is more about, well, I'm feeling happy now and I'm feeling sad now. Um, and therefore, I'm creating, as I said, those, you know, those chemicals based on those meanings. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, you mentioned um, anxiety on there and you said something about um, anxiety. being Is it like a future paced kind of emotions when we're projecting things about things that happened, haven't happened yet? Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, actually, sometimes what happens is um, we can have anxiety of the future. But you see, anxiety, if we call it, uh, you know, there's typically going to be a fear of what's going to happen in the future now. Uh, you know, what I've learned, obviously, um, you know, in through my mentor, uh, Dr. Martini, is that there's never actually a fear of the future of, of like an unknown, because mm-hmm. we all have content in our mind of what that fear is. So 
we, you know, to just say, you know, we have fear of the unknown is actually, um, you know, it's an illusion because mm-hmm. if we think about now what's going on, the fear that people are having are either, you know, it's not an unknown. It's uh, it's a lot about like, I'm going to lose my job. I'm not going to have mm-hmm. an income. I'm not going to be healthy. What about my own immune system? What if I get this virus? So there is all content in our mind. Mm. Um, that we actually have a fear of. So sometimes people go, oh, the, the, you know, there's so much of this fear of the unknown. And the, the anxiety is what is created, you know, and people doing, uh, you know, anxiety, anxiousness, all in different forms. Yeah. Um, you know, I know when I, when I did it in the past, it was very much like heavy breathing. I would have panic attacks and things like that based on my anxiety of the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what I, what I found is that once we get to what the content is, yeah. Um, that somebody's actually having the anxiety around that will allow us to uh, really look at what's going on, balance that for them. So that the um, when I say balance, it means like seeing something to be neither good or bad or, you know, uh, obviously they're fearing something in the future. So not seeing it is only going to be painful, but where the equal pleasure is until they see it to be neutral. Um, once people see that the anxiety goes and typically any anxiety of the future is based on something we've typically gone through in the past that we haven't seen the other side of, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So do you, so you, you ba- basically what's coming across from that is that the thoughts that we're having about a situation and what meaning we're giving it is then creating an anxious state within ourselves. Spot on. Yeah, Absolutely. Right. Okay. So then, then that basically means that it's quite important for people to become aware of their thoughts. Yes. And what kind of things they're thinking, and and then that obviously the thoughts are then igniting certain emotions within themselves. Right. Yes. Absolutely. So then, so what, what would be a good technique for people to well, if they become aware that their thoughts are um, affecting their emotions, then what could they do to change their thoughts? If that makes sense. Yeah. You see, um, Jitinda, it, I, I'm sure we, we, you know, you would have heard of this, but there's other people who are listening probably would have heard of the saying, you know, it's not what happens to us that matters. It's as some, as much as how we respond to it. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, the thing is that it, I'm glad you said, you know, bringing the, bringing the focus to the actual um, thoughts, because the only thing we ever have control over is our own perceptions that then follow our decisions that follow our actions. Um, and, you know, all of these kind of events that sometimes can go on that we, you know, at first we see uh, as catastrophic, you know, we will choose to go, well, what can I do about this? Because I, I can't control the actual circumstance, but I can control what I'm, I'm doing because my control is over the perceptions that I'm having, um, then further then to what decisions I'm making around it. And then, of course, what actions I'm going to take. Mm. Um, you know, I was on a, I was, um, listening to my mentor just, a, um, about an hour ago and, and he, and he, he said something about, there was a, a flood, uh, that happened in Miami and when it happened, I'm sorry, it was a hurricane, not a flood, a hurricane. It was called, um, devastating Andrew hurricane. That's what, that's what they labeled it. Right. right. When, obviously when it happened, um, what people were perceiving was, you know, more negatives, more pains, more drawbacks, than actually looking at the other side. And then a year later, as uh, people started to see the benefits that had happened, the pleasure that had come from it, um, and the upsides, they then um, uh, labeled it uh, Saint Andrew 
right, right, right. You know, so it's it it really you know imagine when they were going through it if they'd even just kind of seen the other side they wouldn't have labeled it as a you know such a disaster or or, or you know a, a name like that you know destructive yeah. or whatever. So really isolating the thought that you're having around something. If we're seeing something to be negative, um, you ask what, you know, what's the techniques we can use? Um, and this comes uh, obviously from what I've learned with the Martini method is that the one question that allows us to get what I would say out of um, doing a pity party around yeah. things that, you know, we're kind of experiencing that are quite, you know, negative is asking how is it actually serving us right now? What is it allowing me to do uh, that I wouldn't have done? um before and uh what am i able to also kind of avoid you know as a result of what's going on too because i think you know obviously uk now a lot of us are at home and we are doing things that we wouldn't have done if we were you know uh, pre coronavirus that you know and i think that uh, with the clients that i've been working with in this time that's one of the key things we've just been looking at is what are what have they been doing um, that has helped them in their highest priorities that they wouldn't have done if they weren't at home? Um, you know, what is the time? Because you know, we all have twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, and now we've got you know this lockdown happening. Pretty you know, pretty much, it's we've all got the same amount of time. That's right. So whether it be at home or whether it be away, you still got the time. So now some people out there, some of my clients that said, you know, the things I just wasn't not that I didn't have the time, I just was not making it a priority to do. I'm suddenly doing, you know, whether that yeah. be clean out wardrobes or do a whole like spring clean kind of thing. And, you know, um, whatever that is, uh, mm. I think right now the, that is one of the key questions to ask us. And, you know, I want to, I want to um, emphasize here, Jatinda, that when we ask that question, you know, how is what's going on around me or how is what I'm doing, how, you know, how is what I'm experiencing helping me to fulfill yeah. my highest priorities? It's not to say that you keep listing them and you see so many benefits that now it's a positive thing mm. because you're now just making it, you know, a polarization of what I call like a one, you know, trying to get this one-sided life because what's going on right now, um, you know, is not only a positive thing and it's not only a negative thing. It's actually both, you know, to make it that what is going on is an experience and we're having both sides of what I call the magnet or, you know, both sides of the coin. And once we've recognized that, we see a lot more um, balance and equanimity in what's going on, not trying to make something either positive or trying to make something, uh, you know, keeping something to be negative. And I think that's a very key um, factor here is because most people if you're trying to make something they're seeing as being very negative suddenly a positive thing they're going to resist they're not even going to want to answer the question hmm. um, you know some people will give you kickback to go how can you say what's going on is a good thing you know hmm, that's right. yeah but this is not what we're trying to do um, the, t the question I'm giving you here is just to say well how is it equally, as it is a drawback and a disadvantage and a downside, how is it equally a benefit, upside and advantage to your highest priorities, allowing you to do those so that you see both sides? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I just want to touch on this point about polarization. Um, yes. Because I think um, somebody listening in on the topic uh, may not even be aware that mm -hmm. actually the opposite of something is true as well, right? Yes. Um, 
So it's a it's a good thing that you mentioned that um, if if we look at what's going on and how we're dealing with these things at this moment in time, it's to good to look at the opposite of what we are currently thinking that might be causing us stress and anxiety and all that kind of thing, and uh, look at the opposite or look at other ways to um, see like what you're saying is to what else could we be doing that we can make the most out of this situation. Yeah, no, I just, I just wait. I was like, I, I was going to clarify the question you're asking. Really, is it that you're asking me? Do we just look at the opposite, or are we asking another question? So, oh no, it's just it, it was basically to help people who um, are getting anxious or are going in a certain direction to help them realize that th- there's a polarization going, and what mm-hmm. Manmeet was talking about in regards to uh, the opposite. Yes, is is to find uh, ways that whatever's going on is actually useful for you at this moment in time right yes absolutely yeah because what whatever's going on right now has both sides as as just that example i gave you with the with the hurricane like even when that happened i mean even when the plague happened you know they mm. they and in, and that's i mean i'm talking about big events but i mean i do this with with individuals who are dealing with everyday kind of events you know and the moment we see that there are both sides you see, something we labelled, and, and so let me just um, clarify, thank you, Jatinda, for outlining. So polarisation is when we're looking at one thing, one side of the magnet, mm-hmm. uh, when we're looking at one side of the coin. Uh, sometimes I like to say, you know, we, you, you know, we have a glass half full and half empty. Now, interesting, you know, in my workshops, I'll ask people, who are, who are the people who are the glass half empty? And, you know, I'll have a handful of people. And then uh, when I say, well, half full, and and then I go, well, actually, let's just take a, I mean, just picture this for a moment. You've got a glass and you've got half of it in water. Isn't the glass half full and half empty at the same time? Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. So when we're looking at these situations, we're looking at the glass is half empty by saying maybe these are the things that aren't working out for us. But all we're doing by asking how is it working for us um, is looking at the glass half full. So mm-hmm. I've given you a few of the, like the, um, like I, I'm visual, so I love visual. So like there's the magnet that has two sides and no matter how many times you try and cut that magnet in half, it's always going to have a positive and a negative pole. Yeah. So there's the magnet analogy. Then there is the coin analogy. There's only one coin, but it's got both sides. You can't yeah. separate one head and tail. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course the half glass, half full, half empty. So Anytime we're trying to look at something uh, that, I mean, we can even label certain things to be positive, right? Um, And looking at the other side to see, well, what are the equal and opposite negatives in that to see that it has both sides still Mm. applies to our life. Not a lot of people talk about that. They tend to say, let's just look at the positives and what's happening in our negatives. But actually, anytime we're, um, you know, elated and infatuated with things that uh, we label good, they also have the other side, you know? That's right. I mean, it's, it's an interesting one. I remember when I kind of first started thinking about those things mm. where, um, you know, I said, well, well what's the benefit of, of this certain situation or scenario? Mm-hmm. And it was almost like um, I had to stop and slow down my brain and go in the other direction. Mm. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and then when I started going in that direction and looking at the opposite of these things, it, it kind of opened up a whole new new angle on stuff like what you said about perspective, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, that's 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 a fantastic thing. I think it's quite um quite valuable for people to 
one become aware of what they what their thoughts are and then whatever those thoughts are to then look at well, well how is this current current situation benefiting me or can benefit me at this mm. moment in time yeah um, absolutely and and then what people will realize is that um instead of creating these scenarios in their mind where it's all doom and gloom they could actually be looking the other way and thinking well what could i do here to add more value to my life right absolutely spot on yeah so and that's the kind of stuff that will get people to uh create a shift um think differently and possibly well it will actually help them reduce the anxiety and stress as well <laughs> yes yeah absolutely and you know i think um it's the masses that often they have hindsight and they kind of remain clueless and they're in reaction you know it's like oh my god this is happening mm-hmm. but it's really the masses that have that foresight they you know they create plans um contingency plans and they and they really aim to go well how am i able to serve in this moment in time how am i going to help other people in what whatever knowledge i have whatever it is i can like you said what's the service i can i can bring because once you you know you focus on on that as well what goes on around us becomes like okay well you you tend to start asking those quality questions you know yeah. how do i how do i actually help people and how do i get them to master their emotions in this way or um you know whatever this i'm saying master their emotions mean meaning that's my service but when somebody else is thinking how else can i do what it is i'm doing you know yeah um it it becomes very very different so you raise an interesting point there about the the questions that we are asking. Yes. Um, so if people take a moment to pause and just ask a different question and start to think about things in a different way or or lead their mind in a different direction and you're basically saying that the kind of questions we ask ourselves can help us do that, right? Yes, absolutely. So is because um the quality uh, what I perceive to be, you know, living your optimum life is based on the quality of the questions you're asking yourself and then that means means how are you actually taking the actions after that too. Mm. So, you know, we we tend to the optimum life meaning more balanced um whereas if you're in a reactive life, you're not really asking the quality questions. Mm-hmm. So um you know I and just to reiterate what those questions are anytime you're seeing something that to be uh more pleasurable more supportive um more advantage more benefits you're seeing more good in your perception than bad you're seeing more upsides than downsides the question you got to ask to bring yourself into that optimum mindset is how is what's going on right now disturbing me because if i think this is really great like you know imagine you're getting like a you you said you got a lot of business owners that are listening in so business owners who suddenly get a new contract you know they can get a bit elated if it's yeah. in the contract they've been waiting for ages and you know or it's paying a lot of money etc well the question i just say is what are the downsides of getting this contract mm-hmm. you know what what are the disadvantages so that when you serve the individual that who has given you this contract you're not serving it from a reactive um you know because the other thing is when you see something to be more uh pleasurable and supportive you will tend to fear the the loss of that mm-hmm. you won't want to lose the very thing that you're infatuated with so that mm. puts you into a reactive and stressed mode right yeah 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 and that's also where you experience anxiety because you don't want to lose that very thing you're seeing to be only one sided as so, so again it's like following on a thought and making a meaning out of or oh, what if this happened or what if that happened or yeah absolutely. Then, 
Absolutely. And the, and the what if this happened, what if that happened is that, you know, well, if this thing I'm seeing to be positive, um, what would be the downsides, you know? Uh, what are the downsides of me doing this contract? And then similarly, you know, you might perceive that uh, something's going on in the business um, or in your own personal life, again, that you label negative. Then it's how is this helping me fulfill my highest priorities? Um, and that, you see, the thing is, when we're seeing something to be negative, we're, as I said, when we see something to be positive, we're fearing the loss of it. Hmm. When we when we perceive, perceive something to be negative, we fear the gain of it because we don't want it to come into our life. So either way, you are fearing the loss or the gain, loss of something you're infatuated with, gain of something you're resenting, and either one of those is causing you stress and anxiety. So to get out of that by asking those, just those two quality questions allows you to get back into action, um, serve from having that optimum mindset rather than being reactive into, a uh, going back to that word we used earlier, polarized mindset. That's so, so interesting that, you know the the whole whole direction of your thoughts and thinking can change by just asking a different question. Absolutely, you know it was um, William James, uh, you know the father of modern psychology. He said you can change the quality of your life based on changing your perception. Mm. Perception. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's so it. fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you and I, we can talk for hours on this subject. We know we love it so much. <laughs> definitely, definitely. This is just, um, yeah, we could go on for hours. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so the other the other thing then um, I was going to just ask you about was, I think you've covered quite, quite a bit in, in regards to that and people can relate to in in, in business as well as personal life. Yes. Um, so if we take, if we look at what businesses are doing at the moment i mean you've got some who are doing work very well and some who are going to find it difficult and mm-hmm. what are the kind of questions that they could be asking well i think what's what's going to happen now is it, you know people have been saying that it's the survival of the fittest well in my perception if i took just that sentence I think that really comes down to those that are adaptable to change mm. um you know and that's going to come really down to a lot of the mindset and then putting the the, the contingency plans into place, you know, yeah. because as I said, as I said earlier, you know, the masters are the ones that have the foresight and they create those contingency plans based on their emotions being balanced, where, whereas the masters are the ones that are very reactive um, and they, they're, you know, coming from hindsight. Mm-hmm. So. I think what's going to happen, what, well, what I would definitely suggest, I mean, as a business owner myself, um, you know, I, it's about being um, adaptable to this change because you see, um, as the the definition I've heard from Dr. C. Martini puts it really nicely of uh, stress being the inability to adapt to a changing environment. Mm. Well, we clearly have a changing environment happening right now. But, you know, what I am seeing is I'm seeing a lot of innovation. Mm. Um, I'm seeing a lot of people try, you know, really asking, what can I do right now with my business? Because, you see, if you just focus on how can you serve, how can you still bring your service that you love giving, how can you still do that in today's society with today's circumstance, um, you're going to be a lot more uh, centered, objective, uh, neutral, resilient, and just adaptable, you know, mm-hmm. because you're going to be adaptable to what I, 
I'm certain this is a temporary transformation. Yeah. You know, it's not something, you know, we, we know it's going to pass just like other events have passed. So what are you going to do in this interim to, um, you know, have your business working? Now, a lot of people, as I said, I've seen innovation because they may have been a lot more face to face. Mm-hmm. And because now we, we're obviously um, implementing the social distancing, they've taken a lot of things online. Yeah. Um, I know there are a few clients of mine who have created uh, you know, uh, content for um, their service that they would never have even thought of before. They yeah. were like, no, I'm, you know, I was just happy doing my service. Like I'm only seeing these people, but guess what? As a result of that now, they're also reaching more people, mm. um, you know? And I think that that really comes down to when you're, when you're in that space, because you're sticking to high priority actions, um, that's where wisdom lays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's that's um, like you said. It's it's just the whole priority and what people it's changed, isn't it? And yes. Then yep. it, I think the key thing, like you said, is adaptability. Is uh, how can we do this differently, or what can we do differently? And like you said, a lot of people are jumping online. They are doing more online. I've certainly seen people who haven't been doing things before are getting online as well. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. I, that's a new direction, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah absolutely. It's like- and and I'm and that's what I'm seeing is I mean and, and a lot of times when people we, you know I think it's been said now we have this kind of events happening globally about every hundred years or something and I think what happens is um, you know we we tend to see that during this kind of period um, you know people are suddenly going well I I wanted to do this all my life and I never did it and this is the best time to do it so they take a new you know direction mm-hmm. some people are just um, you know evaluating what are they doing and either how they can do it better or is it something they just want to let go of now you know mm-hmm. because you see just when we're acting in our in our highest priorities because um you know we all we all have a hierarchy of priorities and when we're acting from our highest priorities we're going to endure um pain and pleasure you know mm-hmm. in pursuit of it and it's like no matter what happens you throw it at me i'm gonna you know go okay great how can i now work with this um, if it's a high priority, you know, mm-hmm. I, I had a, I actually, um, I had a consult with somebody yesterday who said, you know, mommy, although I'm self-isolated, I have all this time on my hands, but yet I'm not doing, uh, you know, my business planning. So really and truly, I think we've got to take a step back and just ask, well, how important is it really? Because mm-hmm. whether you're exactly. doing it with more time or less time, if it's a priority, you'll be doing it. That's right. So I think a lot of people are also letting go of some fantasies that they've had around their life as well. Yeah. You know, equally as we're having people emerge into exactly what they want to be doing, we're having other, uh, you know, having the equal and opposite people letting go of some fantasies and some people going, right, I'm really getting into action. How do I, you know, take that thing that I, I have been wanting to do? And if I'm still not doing it, I think um, uh, this is a great question as well, Jatinder, is like, if, if there's any business owners out there who really do want to be utilizing the time they do have now, um, but they still aren't doing that, I think there's a couple of things. One is not to beat yourself up because at the end of the day, yes, you've, had some, you've got some time out. And I think the things that are going to, you know, help or what, you know, what I would say is, you know, keep your immune system at its optimum level really is about, you know, eating wisely, um, you know, getting getting the fresh water in. And definitely, I mean, the sun's been out the last few days, so getting some vitamin D. Mm-hmm. But, you know, actually also getting some rest. 
because yeah. you know your body obviously has been wanting it so don't deny it and mm. and then really um and then look at okay well what's the you know top prior, top three things i could do today that could help me in my fulfill what is important to me and if you write down three it's doable go to five go to seven but if there are things on your list that you really would love to be doing but you're not doing then all you need to do is ask yourself is how is me uh, i'll give you the example of this client he was it was about actually filling out a document and he just goes i'm i'm just not getting around to filling out this document and i and i need it for my planning uh, so mm-hmm. all i said is the question we got to ask here is how is f- filling out the document going to help you in your highest priority uh, which has happened to be um self mastery which is all about his you know learning about him personal development himself and so sure. i said well how is that going to help you and until we don't make enough neural links to do that task we won't do it so mm. if there's anything you guys are you know at home um wanting to do in your business or personal life that you're just not still getting around to do even with all this time on your hand then you just got to link it and ask how is this going to help me fulfill my highest priorities um and that until you actually feel inspired to want to do it rather than need motivation to do it because until you need motivation to do it it's just feedback to let you know it's not important it's a lower priority action item i think that's fantastic i think it's like the universe just shaking everybody and says get your priorities yeah set. <laughs> absolutely you know i i saw a i saw a, a post uh, and i thought it was pretty spot on it said it feels like the universe has just sent us all to our room and told us to think about what we're doing <laughs> you know mm, exactly um, exactly yeah. and i think it's perfect i mean some people might be asking the question well how do i know what my priorities are yeah and i think i think to some degree the, you know the universe is helping you right now because um it's going to get you to think about what is important to me and what do i really need to get done yeah and it's like you said there's certain things we're putting off it, you know the question is it is like why are we putting that off is the universe is kind of saying you know get your priorities done and and people might be thinking about well, what what are those priorities how do we go about doing that um what would you what guidance would you give for people to tune into that more so um priorities uh, are basically you know in a hierarchy from what i know from um something that we call the values determination process which is um something i've learned from dr di martini and i mean there's a, a good few questions that you'd go through but i think if you really wanted to just see now uh you know what i i use a few questions which you can go well in your personal space because you really are now in your personal space in your home uh what do you keep around you what are the three things that you keep around you that are most valuable to you and even when you're doing your cleaning right now people are doing cleaning getting rid of stuff that's because they're getting rid of low mm. priority things and they're keeping the high priority things um and what do you what are you now spending your time on because again you have all the time that everybody else has what it, what are the top 3 things you're what are the top 3 ways you're spending your time what are you what are the top 3 ways you're spending your energy because your energy is also you're going to be energized to do the things that are a higher priority and then of course you are at home you are you know people aren't really getting um the full i guess benefit of being outside shopping but there are people who are kind of shopping mm-hmm. online um and those who are not shopping online like even though whatever you are spending your money on is still going to tell me what a priority so the three three top ways 
that you're spending your money. So that's what's the three things that are in your space that are a high priority? Well, how are you spending your time? The top three ways you're spending your time, the top three ways you are spending your energy and the top three um, ways that you're spending your money. Because this really will tell you in a hierarchy what are the three things that are most important to you. And when you start that, once you get that hierarchy, then you're able to then obviously look at how is, when I say, when I told you those questions earlier, how is what I'm doing helping me my highest priorities? That's what you're linking it to. Um, you know, I was just, uh, just before I got on the call with you and I said, you know, I've set up kind of like yeah. at home, it was very interesting. Like this, I, I had this space was mine, but I bought a few things home from the office and I absolutely, I was conscious of the things I was choosing mm. to bring home because even though it's in the office and everything around me is a high priority, when I knew I, I had to shift my space, now my personal space just becomes, okay, a, you know, a good few CDs, DVDs of around self, uh, you know, self mastery. I've got my journal, I've got my client notes, I've got my laptop, which pretty much has all the access to all my business building kind of things. So we're all going to be making decisions based on those priorities in any given moment mm. anyway. So I think, uh, you know, the views can just, the listeners can just basically look at those priorities in that way. I, I, you know, I shorten it down to um, STEM. So space, time, energy, wow. and money. <laughs> space, time, energy, and money. <laughs> yeah, that's fascinating. I mean, it's um, it's it's so key, and and I think I think this is probably one of the best times to do it because, like you said, it's the universe is literally pushing us to get our priorities sorted. So um, definitely take yes. action on that. And um, just just a little bit on um, what have you done or, or what have you adapted to, and what are you kind of currently doing in your business, which might be useful for other people to hear as well. Yeah, um, I think for me, to be honest, I haven't, it's not been uh, much of a hit to my business in that my clients mm -hmm. can't see me. So because um, I still do uh, Zoom calls. So my time is um, still pretty much as it was, um, because now but however, there are some people who really did prefer to see me face to face of just, you know, kind of put things on hold. Um, until they can and some people who were seeing me face to face were happy to see me uh, you know sure. on zoom calls but the things that I think now that I'm, I'm definitely doing like now that the um, you know government has said you're only allowed out once for mm. exercise well I used to go to the gym and obviously the gym's closed down last week but I used to go to the gym my dad used to go to his for his walks you know in the evening or whatever um, and now what we're doing is oh, we're going together yeah. So, um, yeah, and we go in the mornings now. Uh, and it's a bit of a, like a ritual now, you know, and, and, and whereas he used to kind of sleep in and do the evening walks, um, just I went out on the evening walk with him the other day and I just said, no, you know, Dad, there's too many people still out on the road and obviously um, they are still coming into contact, uh, at very close contact with you. So how about you come with me and do the parks in the morning? And, and uh, yeah, it's been a good few days since we've been doing that. And um, yeah, so I think that's one of the rituals I put in place in the mornings is what I do. And then I definitely now prioritize right. my day. Because I think the one thing we end up doing is with if we don't um, plan our day, our day is going to be planned by low priority things that are going to come mm. in for us. Or we will end up doing low priority things in the moment because, you know, it's so 
easy to have like TV that's there or just put on a movie or whatever during a work time that you would love to have been doing something, yes. you know? Yeah. Um, and I just want to put, put, I want to point this out as well, just in the, is that, you know, people say, oh, but I'll get distracted. Well, I just want to kind of put a reality check out there for a moment. We don't get distracted unless that thing is a higher priority mm. in that moment. That's so true. <laughs> That's right. so, so it's like i'm i you know when people go oh i just keep getting distracted i'm like it's not possible for you to get distracted you just made something more of a priority in that moment otherwise you know let me tell you i i hardly ever get distracted by cooking by what say cooking <laughs> by cooking <Right>. yeah <laughs> it's a, such a low priority for me that i'm not going to be distracted to do um cooking but get this if i decide to do it with my mum, it's because i've made a priority on spending time mm. with her mm, does that make sense yeah, so if anybody that's kind of going to keep saying and and this for business owners is not just during this time but anytime you know even after after all of this goes over is you're never going to be distracted by something that's a low priority it's just because in that moment you've made it a high priority definitely definitely and that's an interesting one for all those people who get distracted by facebook and social media yes. and all these other things. Now you go, yeah, where your you know, priorities I, lie. <laughs> that's it. Well, the thing is, I used to think that of myself. I'd be like, oh my God, I'm just getting distracted by Facebook and I'm doing just so much, all this. Then I realized what my actions were, Jatinda, and I and I saw what they were. It's that I would definitely be posting, I would be educating, and I would be conversing with people based on what I love doing, which is coaching and teaching. Mm. So it's only because that is my uh, way of being a priority. I didn't make it, I, you know, I didn't make it mean that it was a bad thing that I was kind of on, on Facebook. But now, like, do, I don't, when I go through Facebook, I'm not actually stopping at like, you know, news things and going, okay, is this bad or, you know, that much. But yeah, you just, you, you surf, you see what it is that you want to see, but we're going to scroll and stop based on whatever fulfills our priorities at the time as well. So if we have a priority to focus in on all the stuff that's happening that we're thinking is negative, we're just going to, you know, consume all our time mm -hmm. and energy around looking at all of this negative news, you know? No, definitely. No, definitely. And um, have you found yourself um, spending, like, prioritized time on social yes. media now as opposed to where you might have been a bit butterfly before <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely because now that i and actually i'm definitely even though i'm at home that is that it's the priority prioritized time of okay what do i want to what's the thing i would love to fill my schedule up with today you mm -hmm. know so um and it's also giving me the time to think of other creative and innovative ways I would love to provide solutions, um, you know, to the to the market, to people, and how is it that they can overcome certain things. So, um, just recently, I mean, you you asked me to do this um, podcast, and after you asked me, there's about three or four people that followed, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's people. It's how would I love to actually spend my time doing it? And uh, you know, it's very dear to my heart to be able to serve people. Um, especially just around um, managing their emotions. Mm, fantastic. That's that's absolutely fantastic. I mean, I think you've shared quite a lot there. Good good stuff. I think people have to rewind, make notes, and really devour that. Um, any any kind of last um, words you want to say? Yeah, I think um, obviously during this time, uh, I just want to say a few things about what I would advise you definitely to do. I, I said a few during the podcast, but 
uh, definitely eat wisely. You know, uh, don't use this as time to just stock up on junk kind of thing. You know, um, remain remain hygienic, of course, as we know. Uh, you know, get your rest in. Definitely get some of that vitamin D in. And when if you're filling your days with that, those priority actions that are higher up on your priorities, you, you're going to have fulfilling days. I think that's going to be very key. And identify um, identify all the things that you perceive to be downsides, the so-called downsides in your life right now, and then ask how, what are the hidden upsides in all of those so that you remain more objective and more um, rational than irrational and acting more out of your, uh, you know, reactive animal type of brain. And um, I'd love to leave you with a quote Um you know, that Dr. Martini says is let the voice and the vision on the inside become greater than all opinions on the outside and you will become a master of your destiny more than a victim of your history. Fantastic. Fantastic. Remind me, if anybody wants to get in contact with you, what's the best thing? Uh, so they can visit my website, which is www.optimumperformancesolutions.com. Uh, I'm also on Facebook under the same Optimum Performance Solutions Int for INT International and also on um, Instagram as Manmeet Chowdhury or Optimum Performance Solutions. My full name is Manmeet Core Chowdhury. You can find me on all of those channels and I'll be happy to connect with you all. Fantastic. All right, Manmeet, thank you very much and we'll definitely be inviting you along again. Great. Thank you so much um, for having me on, Jatinda. And I hope you and your family stay safe. I hope all the listeners, all their families stay safe. And um, I see you very soon. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Digital Report podcast. If you have any questions or would like to find out more about what I'm up to, then make your way over to www.digital-report.com where you can find out how to turn your skills and knowledge into a profitable authority business online. 